This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Common sense. Common sense when it comes to real estate and the housing market, 2022, the crash, the bubble, inflation, recession, all of that. But let's use some common sense. Do me a favor, though. As you're listening to this, I want you to comment. I want your opinion because what I'm seeing is a lot of people on both ends, I'm getting people that are super emotional on this and saying to me, hey, Tristan, there is a crash you are nuts. And on the other side, people saying, Tristan, you're right. There's no crash happening. Thank you for bringing some common sense. So today, I'm just going to show you some stats. I'm going to show you some numbers. I'm going to show you what the pros are saying. But first, know that I'm still in real estate. A lot of the, a lot of the people out there that are coming in and talking about real estate are coming in from outside of the real estate world. So number one, I'm in the top 1% to 2% on and off in the world for real estate. I also run the largest community of real estate agents in the world. We have over, geez, all of our communities, over 300,000 real estate agents. So I get to talk to thousands of them to understand how they're doing locally because real estate is very regional, right? It's very niche. And then, geez, just the experience that we have in being actively great at what we do that's what I'm bringing to you. So pay attention because I'm not going to bring you doom and gloom. I'm going to bring you some common sense. So come with me on this one. Let's talk about the problem we have right now. It's affordability. That's number one, right? Affordability because there are a lot of people out there that just can't afford prices. This is why this is why the Fed said, hey, look, there's, there's massive inflation right now. Let's raise the rate to start making things more affordable for people. That's number one. Number two is the inventory. And sometimes we forget about that part. We're like, you know what? Interest rates are going up, which in turn had that whole treasury bond as well tied to, in some ways, tied to, and I'll show you, the mortgage rate, which then raised it up. And now people are saying, well, the interest rates are going up. So that means housing prices are going down, right? That's normal. Well, not so fast. The challenge is that there's a massive lack of inventory, which I'm going to show you as well. So let's get right into it. First, let's go back in time and talk about this. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, but let's just talk about the supply and demand curve because I want to start with the basics. Even way back in 1776, when, when Adam Smith, and you know what, let me come back to you on this one. Adam Smith published this book called Wealth of Nations. If you haven't read this, pick it up. I'm rereading it. I'm on chapter chapter 7. It's Natural and Market Price. It's an amazing book. It's, I mean, 1700s, late 1700s. But when I go back to look at this demand curve, I understand it better. So this is what we're talking about, just natural supply and demand. That's on the basic side. And I want you to understand that this is what we're dealing with when we're talking about real estate right now. Now, take a look at why mortgage rates and treasury yields move together. This is important because a lot of you don't understand that they're 
they're somewhat tied, right? Now, read it with me. Historically, the 10-year treasury yield has been considered a key benchmark for mortgage rates. However, mortgage rates are not actually based on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note, as commonly believed. Fixed mortgage rates and treasury, treasury yields generally move together. That's true. Why? As a fixed rate asset, mortgage-backed securities, which is known as MBS, so remember that, are in direct competition with treasury instruments for investor money. So look, just know that they, they aren't tied, but they typically move together. Now check out what's been happening over the last few days, right? 30-year mortgage rates hold steady for fourth straight day. Now people are like, wait a, wait a second, Tristan. I thought, I thought the mortgage rates were going to skyrocket up after the Fed announced that they raised the rate by half of a percent. And so the cool thing is, no, that didn't happen. And here's why I'm going to show you, and you're going to want to pay attention to this because this is going to affect us for the rest of the year. And there was one, one section here, and it was by Lawrence Yoon. It says, Chief Economist for National Association of Realtors. I brought this up yesterday. Noted that the rate of the 30-year mortgage has risen far more this year than the federal funds rate. This implies that the market is already pricing in around 8 to 10 rounds of Fed rate increases this year. Do you understand that? So that means with the rate already having gone up dramatically, just in the span of like a month and a half, look at where it is now. They already played into that the Fed is going to meet a few more times this year, and they're probably going to raise the rate. So that means we're not going to see a skyrocket in the mortgage rates, as some people are saying, because they didn't even know that part. So pay attention to the little nuances, all right? That's the important part. Now, let's go to Redfin, because they have a lot of great data. I'm going to show you one great article here. It says, Redfin chief economist says, despite signs of the housing market cooling, which it which it is a little bit, prices will remain high. That's nuts, right? And then they go deeper into this and they just released this article today, which by the way, I'm putting into the YouTube description, housing market update, more sellers drop their prices, but buyers find little relief. What the hell does that mean? Well, let's, let's dive into the good part of this. I'm gonna show you this little highlighted area, it says pending home sales were down 4% year over year, the largest decrease since mid-February. But now read the following sentence because we, we sometimes have this confirmation bias that, look, we're just looking for the housing market to crash and we're not reading the details. New listings of homes for sale were down 6% from a year earlier and have been down from 2021 since mid-March. Look at this, even active listings. The number of homes listed for sale at any point during this period fell 18%. Are you, are you catching the drift here? There are people out there that have homes that they own and they're like, well, I don't know if I want to list. Like, where am I going to go now, now that the rate is at five and a quarter? And that's if I've got a good FICO score. If I got a bad FICO score, then that means I'm somewhere in the sixes. This is what's going to happen. And Redfin identified this and said, hey, guys, not so fast. The market is probably not going to drop as much as you think. We're still, we're, we're still thinking that it may even go up a little bit more. Why? 
because we're still going to have a lack of inventory, which is that second part that I started with, right? This is where we use common sense. Think of you owning a home and you're living in it. And you're like, well, why would I move? What am I going to buy? What am I going to buy? And if I buy something, it's going to be at a higher interest rate. It just doesn't make sense unless I'm coming in all cash, right? Which a lot of investors are. And I showed you yesterday what percentage of the market, which is 18% of the market nationally, are buying homes, investors, right? So think about that. Think about the repercussion of that long term, because that means we're still going to have an inventory challenge. Now, let's go through this and look at the very bottom here. Homes, I'm going to highlight this. Homes sold were on the market for a record low medium, 15.5 days down from 21.2 days. That's nuts, right? Look at that. A record 56% of homes sold above list price. These are the numbers that a lot of people aren't showing you. And this is why Redfin, when they take a look at their data, they say, hey, guys, I don't think. Let's go back to what the chief economist says. Despite signs of the housing market cooling, prices will remain high. Do you see that now? They're using data. They're using what I call common sense. Now, if we go down over here. So home buyers mortgage payment, 42.4% year over year. It's going up dramatically. And if you look at this, which is here, I'm going to zoom out. The National Association of Home Builders said this, which was pretty scary. NHB's latest estimate shows that nationally, 87 million households, roughly 69, let's just call it 70% of all U.S. households, are already unable to afford the median price of 412000 That's pretty nuts. So now do you see we have an affordability problem and we have an inventory problem. And when we match both together, the Fed is trying to solve for it, but it's just not doing it fast enough. So if you're worried about where the market is heading, know that if you use the data that I'm showing you right now, and I'm putting all of this in the link, in the links in the YouTube channel, know that prices are going to continue to go up. I wanted to share with you a couple of other things. And this one is from our friends or my friends, your friends. Over at Keeping Current Matters, they made this amazing graphic. It's 2022 housing market forecast, and they divided it into three sections. Number one, home prices forecast to appreciate. Obviously, you already saw Redfin said the same thing. Said home prices are projected to rise by an average of 9%. And you can see the different companies here. You got MBA, Zellman, NAR, HPS, CoreLogic, which we've run a few sessions with CoreLogic already. Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. That's what their estimates are as of right now with the rates being where they're at. Obviously, things can change, right? Crazy stuff happens, but this is as of today. Now, mortgage rates are projected to rise. They're going to go somewhere between 5 to 5.7. Some people say they'll even end up in the low sixes. Home sales projected to be strong. We saw that. And some estimate anywhere between 5 to 10% rise by the end of the year. That's important to take a note at as well. Now, here, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go to this one for the first time. And it's a really great article by Desert News. And it's just out of everywhere. It's out of Utah. And I thought, I read the whole thing and I'm like, they got this right. Look at this. The housing challenge, it's a classic supply versus demand issue. There just simply aren't enough homes. So I want that to stick with you. 
Because as you go and you listen to the news in the next few days, as you watch YouTubers, as you look at social media and you're bombarded by housing crash, housing bubble, remember what I'm telling you. It's an affordability, that's number one, affordability challenge and an inventory problem, right? And because inventory isn't rising fast enough, as you saw, there are less active listings. We're going to continue to have this issue. Unless interest rates rise dramatically past where they're at and some other crazy things happen, we're going to have the same market we're in. It's going to continue to rise. And we all know that real estate is not only regional, but it's also seasonal. And we're heading into May, right? We're in the middle of May, June, July. And what happens typically? Typically, homes go up. There are a lot more are sold. The demand is even higher. So we won't really see what's going to happen in the housing market until September, maybe October. And we'll see where the rates are and how the economy is there. So for now, look, if you're going to buy, go and buy. Nothing's going to happen. Just make sure that you do your homework and you have an amazing real estate agent locally to help you out so they know the market. And if you have any questions, go ahead and have them here. Comment. Give me your opinion. There are no wrong answers, but there are stupid ones. So be careful what you say because I will blast you. Have an awesome day, everybody.